Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 39 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I get deep into this episode, I have to invite my co-host Holy Spirit in. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, Father God, I want to thank you so much for allowing me to get on this platform another week. I thank you for the word that you have given me. I thank you for the energy that you have given me, and I thank you for sustaining me through this time. I thank you, Lord, for this ministry. Again, if I had 10,000 tongues, I honestly couldn't thank you because it does bring me so much joy. I pray that the lady or the man who clicked on this episode, that they grow and they learn to give you thanks in all situations and that their complaining, it goes away, Lord, and then and that they are convicted to know where they are complaining in different areas of their lives that they may not know before. I pray, Lord, as I get through this episode, that you take away any sinus pressure, any sinus issues, any ear pain, and I just pray for more of you and less of me, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so now that I welcome my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of this episode. So if you would like to submit your own high and lows for the week, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, down below in the YouTube comments if you're watching over there, or at our email address, obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And if you do so, you have the opportunity to be featured on the podcast. And if you do want us to pray for you in private in any area, please let us know and we will definitely pray for you in private. But I did get a viewer submission this week, so let's go ahead and jump into the viewer high and lows. This high came from a very loyal listener. Her name is Michelle, and she has a high and low for this week. So let's get into the high first. Her high for this week is she has a more clear understanding about the condition with my Joseph's eyes. It was a tough pill to swallow, but I'm so thankful for his new eye doctor and his team. I'm grateful to God for modern medicine. Joseph is going to get the glasses he needs now. That is so exciting, y'all. And I loved, oh my gosh, Michelle, I love the posture that you have here. Because a lot of the times we may get diagnosed with diagnoses or we may have a family member who gets diagnosed with something. And we miss the fact that God has advanced medicine so far from what it used to be back in the day. Let's look at an HIV diagnosis, for example. Getting diagnosed with HIV in the 80s is so much different than getting diagnosed with HIV in 2022 
because medicine has advanced so much. And so when we get into situations like you are in, Michelle, with your son or anybody out there that has just been diagnosed with a disease, we have to focus on the things that are great in that situation, the things that we should be thankful for in that situation because it can always be so much worse. It definitely goes with the theme of this episode so well. So I do thank you so much for submitting that high to me and showing us the posture of being thankful. So we truly appreciate you for that. But y'all, y'all just hone in on what her posture is regarding her high. She's thankful that modern medicine is so advanced that Joseph is going to be able to get the glasses he needs and he's going to be able to see. Isn't that a great thing? A lot of people just would have honed in on the fact that my child has a eye disease when it's so much bigger than that and so glory to God that you do have that perspective and he's growing and working inside of you so definitely happy for you and I would definitely be praying for you and Joseph during this time I myself wore glasses and contacts so I know how it feels not to see so the fact that he's going to get help and I know it's going to help him in school and further in life I'm so happy that you were able to get the answers that you needed so glory to God for that Big him up right now, wherever you're watching or listening. All right, so she also submitted a low. So her low for this week was getting a new car is still taking a bit longer than I would have expected. But I'm trying to pay down some debt and raise my credit score in order for me to be more eligible. I've been saving money because maybe I'll get a cash card instead of having another car loan. And I will pray in agreement with you on that. I currently have a car where I am paying a note every single month. And if I had the ability to be like notes or no notes, I would pick no note. But in my situation, God is making it happen. (laughs) So I'm not going to complain at all. I've never been without a car. But I I can definitely say that it's going to be worth the wait. I feel like God just told me it's going to be worth the wait. Whatever he's working out in the background, it's going to be so perfect for you. And it's going to be something that you never even imagined. It's going to be a car that you never dreamed about being able to get. You know, he is going to work it out for you. Just be patient and let your patience endure. All right. So it could be perfect. Okay. So that is what God is telling me. So y'all definitely be praying for Michelle in this season to get a brand new car that is excellent first class and also within her budget and will far pass any expectations that she ever thought. Because our God is what he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ever could ask or even think of. All right. So let's be in prayer with Michelle on that. You guys also keep her son in your prayers regarding his vision. All right, so that is all the viewer high and low submissions that I received for this week. But remember, if you do want to submit any high and lows to the podcast, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook, down below in the YouTube comments, or directly to our email address. And then also, remember, at the end of the month, we are going to do an entire episode of high submissions. So y'all definitely Check the link out down below. That's going to be a Google Forms link down below where you can share what you're most grateful for, thankful for, blessed for in this holiday season around Thanksgiving, since that is what this holiday is for, to show God the thanks, gratitude for everything that he's done for us. So don't forget, go down below, click the link. It could just be one simple thing, but God has definitely blessed you with something this entire year that you can submit so do not miss the opportunity to praise his name okay so click that link down below so let's go ahead and get into my personal high and low moments for this week 
I'll switch it up a little bit this week, and we're going to start with the lows, and then we'll get into my highs. So if y'all heard my prayer, then y'all heard me ask for, you know, the disappearance of sinus issues that I'm having. (laughs) So I have been trying to bite the bullet all last week. If y'all watched the Bible study, then I know y'all heard me sounding all stuffed up. But last week, my sinuses, they got the best of me, and they started draining and the draining just stayed in and eventually developed into an infection. And so this past weekend I went to the urgent care and I definitely have a sinus infection and a very bad ear infection. According to the urgent care doctor, he says that if I would have waited one more day, I would have been in excruciating pain in my ear. I haven't been able to hear out of my right ear for about three days now. It is so annoying, but you know, thank God that is going to clear up eventually. And thank God I do at least have hearing out of my right ear when I don't have sinus pressure. So it does make me grateful for the ability to hear. Also, of course, whenever my sinus is acting up, my smell completely goes away. So I have not been able to smell for an entire week. So glory to God that I am going to be healed from that before Thanksgiving so I can smell the aroma of Thanksgiving, okay? And y'all, they got me taking these horse pills. So definitely keep me in your prayers for that because I do not like taking horse pills, okay? But I am thankful that I don't feel as bad as I have felt prior to with other sinus infections. It's just an annoyance of being stuffed up, sounding stuffed up, not being able to smell and not being able to hear out of my right ear. But God is working it all out, so I will not complain. So another low that I have for this week, this is this is one that I really need y'all's prayers in. God willing, I'd be able to talk more about it once I get over this hurdle. But one thing I've realized recently is that Holy Spirit is really trying to grow me and I'm allowing him the room to grow me. A lot of the times, and I know y'all out there, y'all can relate. A lot of the times you may feel like God is trying to grow you and you're resisting that growth, but I feel him trying to grow me and I'm leaning into it. I'm willing to grow. I'm ready to grow. And so I'm yielding myself and going through this journey and and I, I can feel the growing happen. I can feel the strength happening within me, spiritually, mentally, physically. I can I can feel all of that happening. But you know with growth, you have the growing pains, you have the worry, you have the enemy wanting to attack you because he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I see this growth that can't happen. And that's all. So I just want to pray for strength during this time, just for my resilience during this time. And we're going to pray away the enemy. We're going to send him back to the pits of hell, okay? So y'all just be in prayer with me regarding that. But I am excited. I do think it's a high that God is growing me and I'm allowing him to because I know a lot of the times I am very stubborn and I do not like change. And so I will fight my way to not change, but I'm not doing that. As I've talked about before on the podcast I love the season of life that I am in right now because I am becoming the woman that God created me to be. It's such a great feeling. It's such an exciting time. And that's why I'm allowing the growth because it's, it's, it feels so good on the other side. You know, I'm not even all the way there. I'm halfway there. And I'm just like, I can see the benefits of what is going to be on the other side. So just continue to keep me in your prayers for that. I promise y'all. 
once I'm at a place where I can reveal everything and talk to you guys about everything, I'll definitely share it. But, you know, sometimes you have to keep some stuff to yourself until it's all, you know, put together. So when I do present it to y'all, it can make sense and we can make God look great. Okay. So, yeah, definitely keep me in your prayers about that. So that is my low. So now let me get into my highs, which y'all probably like, y'all probably don't even know what is high and low because I, I could find a high in everything this week. <laughs> but I will say that my biggest high is from last week, I talked about my withdrawal symptoms from me stopping my anxiety medicine. I am so grateful and thankful to say that my withdrawal symptoms have gone down drastically, y'all, drastically. I have not even had one brain zap this entire day. So right now it's 3.20 and I have not had one brain zap at all. Now, if that doesn't speak to how good God is, I don't know what to tell you. Because I don't even know if I mentioned this last episode, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. But after doing some research, I realized that withdrawal symptoms, they can last from two to three weeks or it could be longer just depending, you know, on your body. So when I read that, I said, okay, I'm experiencing withdrawal symptoms, but I'm not going to experience it as long as a regular person would because I have the favor of God over my life. And y'all, favor ain't fair, but I'm so thankful I have it. And I can honestly say it has been seven days since I stopped. And like I said, the symptoms have gone down drastically. I could feel a huge shift Saturday. When I woke up, because I didn't feel my first brain zap until Saturday afternoon, like Saturday evening, actually. It was like 6 o'clock at night Saturday before I had my first brain zap. And so Sunday, I it was like 7 o'clock p.m. when I experienced my first one. And so today is 3.20, and I haven't experienced anything at all. So I'm believing in God that they're gone. You know, I can I can take the every now and again. I'll take that compared to what it was in the beginning. And I definitely thank everybody for the prayers last week. I definitely felt them. Oh, my gosh, y'all. It, last week was tough. Last week was definitely tough. And I just knew that me going through that was necessary. And I definitely had to lean on God. And for anybody out there, where God's telling you to make a move, God's telling you to stop something, God's telling you to get away from something, God's telling you to pull away from something, this is your sign to go ahead and do it. You're going to go through a couple of days. You may go through a week. You may go through two weeks, but he's going to make it shorter than what it normally would have been. You're not going to have to go through that entire time period. You're going to get over that thing real quick. Just like me, I was able to get off those withdrawal symptoms real quick, quicker than what Google, the doctors, the world would say, quicker than they would say. He's going to make sure you're okay, quicker than you ever expected to be. So you may go through a couple days where it's really hard, but if you hold in there with him, hold tight, hold on to his promises, he's going to get you to the other side. I can promise you, I can attest for it. Because last week, my brain zaps were horrible, but I held on to him tight. Every single day I had it, I held on to him and I kept editing, I kept writing, I kept studying, I kept getting in his word, I kept believing in him, I kept praying, and I got through. Not going to cry, so I'm going to go ahead and get off of this subject, (laughs) but definitely encourage y'all, if he's telling you to step away from something, get rid of something, do it. 
the rebound season or the withdrawal season is not going to be that long. You're not going to have to go through it as long as you think you're going to have to go through it. He's going to get you through it, okay? So that's a word for y'all. Anybody out there, I don't know who I was talking to, let it go, okay? Let it go. God has you. So with that being said, that is all of my high and lows for this week. Once again, if you guys want to submit any high and lows, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, on our YouTube comments, or directly to our email address. I'll make sure that all of that is in the show notes for you below. And if you do submit your high and lows, you have the opportunity to be featured on the podcast. But now that we've gotten that out the way, let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. So in last week's episode, I talked about how we're going to go through that famous phrase, thankful, grateful, blessed. And last week, we talked about the grateful portion of that phrase. And so in this week, we're going to focus on the thankful portion of that phrase. So the definition for thankful is conscious of benefit received, expressive of thanks, and well pleased. So the focus scripture for this episode is going to be 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. I know y'all have heard this scripture so many times. Give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let's go back to that A portion of that scripture where it says, give thanks in everything. Now, if you happen to have your Bibles out while you're listening to this episode, I want you to highlight or circle the word everything. It says, give thanks in everything. So that means even the things that aren't up to exactly your standards or the things that you want to be changed just a little bit, you're supposed to be thankful about those things as well. But a lot of the times, myself included, we don't do that. Like when we come into a situation that's not up to par or something in our situation didn't work out the exact way that it was supposed to or that person they don't look exactly how we wanted them to look we start complaining about the thing that we're supposed to be thankful for so the opposite of being thankful is dissatisfied that's an actual anonym from Webster's dictionary dissatisfied so how do you express that you're dissatisfied about something you complain. Yep. The definition of complain is actually express dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. The Lord actually led me to this episode through my own speech. And I I talked about this in some vlogs before, because as I was editing my vlogs, I was like, girl, you're doing a lot of complaining. And like in the vlog, I was like, y'all, I hope that y'all know that I'm not complaining because I love this so much. And then I was just trying to comfort myself over the realization that I was being a negative Nancy. I was literally complaining. God really convicted me on that thing. And I did realize I was doing a lot of complaining, too much complaining to be in the position that I'm in now. You know, I've talked about it before. I'm living in answer prayers right now. So these complaints that are coming out of my mouth, they shouldn't even exist. I should just be thankful for where I'm at. And so what that led to is this episode. After God convicted me, after editing those vlogs and realizing the things that I was saying over and over again, and I started talking to y'all on the vlogs, and I was just like, I love what I do. I love my ministry. I love where I'm at at this point in my life. It really made me realize, well, Shay, you don't have anything to complain about. You need to let go of that complaining spirit. 
And so God gave me six things to talk about regarding complaining to help you guys out to get away from that complaining spirit. He gave me six things. I've experienced all of these six things. And so I'm going to go through these six things and I'm going to, of course, pair it to biblical background. So sis, stop complaining. And we're going to be thankful in this season, right? So let's go ahead and jump into the biblical background and get into these six things. So the first thing I want to talk about when it comes to complaining is God sees your spirit regarding things. You may try to put a good front on. Y'all remember, like I said, I tried to put a good front on when I got on that camera. And I was like, I really hope y'all know that I'm not complaining. Girl, that was just words because you are. God knows the heart posture that you have regarding something. You can sit here and you can convince yourself, oh, no, I'm really happy about that. But God knows in your heart if you're not really happy about it. He knows how you're treating the thing. He knows how you're treating the person. So let's look at Jeremiah 17 and 10. It says, I, the Lord, examine the mind. I test the heart to give to each according to his way, according to what his actions deserves. And what we're focusing on is the first part of that scripture where it says, I, the Lord, examine the mind. I test the heart. God knows what's going on in your mind. He knows what's going on in your heart. So you cannot fool him. You make him fool your mama. You make him fool your daddy. You make him fool your best friend, your brother, sister, cousin. You may can fool them, but God really knows your spirit when it comes to the thing that you're pretending to be thankful for. So let me ask you something. How can God bless something if he sees that you're not thankful in it? So let's say, for instance, you have an apartment and you want a house, that you want God to bless you with a house. He can tell if you're not thankful for having a roof over your head. How you treat your least is going to be the same way that you treat your most. And what I mean by that is if God sees what you do with this least, For instance, for your apartment, you're not keeping your apartment clean. You're not paying your bills on time. You're not making sure everything stays on in the apartment. You're going to do the same thing when you get to that house. I don't care what you're trying to convince me of or what you're trying to convince yourself of. You have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. There's no way that you're going to miraculously, when you get this new house, just have all these new criteria that you never upheld yourself to before. I can be a witness of that regarding my car. This was a conviction that God placed on me last year. I was in the shower and just God sent me, you know, you need to make sure you're taking care of your car. And that day I went and deep cleaned my car out and I made sure my car stayed clean consistently after that. And next thing I know, a couple months later, I'm literally being blessed with a brand new car. And so God knew if she doesn't take care of this little car that I gave her, how is she going to take care of this big car, this big blessing that I'm going to give her? God knows how you're taking care of the blessings that he's given to you. And I really hope I'm breaking that down and I'm making it clear. But if you're complaining about something, how can God bless that something? Because when you get to the next thing or when he blesses you with what you want you gotta find something to complain about in that situation too right so you definitely want to examine yourself and make sure that your spirit is really reflecting the spirit of thankfulness and not a pretend spirit of thankfulness god can see that i thought about sarah so y'all remember 
all the way back in Genesis, God told Abraham that Sarah was going to have a baby. And it had been years since God told them this, and she still hadn't bore a child. And so these three visitors, they come to Abraham and they're telling him, hey, when I come back the same time next year, your wife is going to be pregnant. And Sarah, they're not talking to her, but Sarah, she's in the background. And she hears this and she laughs. She chuckles. She laughs in disbelief. Sarah didn't think that they can hear her. And she says to herself, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I have a delight? Please. You know, this is the attitude that Sarah has. And then the Lord asks Abraham, why does Sarah laugh? And Sarah's like, I didn't laugh. But the Lord knew that she laughed. The Lord knew her spirit regarding these things. So just like you may be trying to hide and act like, you know, you're all thankful and stuff. The Lord knows if you're truly thankful or something. Thankful is an action. Just going back to the definition of thankful, which is why I wrote it down, it's expressive of thanks. It's showing that you're well pleased, conscious of benefit received. So it's not just a mindset. It's also an action, an expression. So if you're thankful about something, you're going to reflect that thankfulness. Nobody has to question if you're thankful about something. Let me just say that that way. You know if somebody's thankful for something or not. You know if somebody's not thankful for you as well. So think about that. And then let's go ahead and get into the second thing, okay? When you complain about something, you're literally sowing a seed into the ground. So let's look at Galatians 6 and 7. It says, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he will also reap. Do you know what sowing is? If you don't, let me explain it. Sowing is literally when you take something and you put it into the ground for it to flourish. So whatever seed you put in the ground is going to determine what flourishes, right? So if I put an apple seed in there, I'm going to get an apple tree. But if I put an apple seed in there, should I expect a lemon tree to pop up? No, I can only expect for a apple tree to pop up. So if you're sowing the spirit of complaining, what do you think is going to produce from that seed you think it's going to be thankfulness you think it's going to be something that you're thankful for when it when it pops up no sowing a complaint into the ground or into the atmosphere into the world whatever you want to call it sowing a complaint out there into the world is going to lead you to not trusting God because you're throwing so many seeds out there of complaining it's going to eventually lead to doubt and you're not going to trust God in that area because you're so full of all the seeds of complaining that you've thrown out there let me bring my personal example up so y'all know I'm loud and proud about it (laughs) I want to work full-time in ministry I made that known to God I've told him so I had started talking so much about being dissatisfied that I was not working in full-time ministry that it was taking so long to work in full-time ministry that I started to doubt that thing I'm like man I don't I don't think I don't think this is going to happen maybe this is not the will that God has over my life. Maybe I'm supposed to work full time in this EHR company and just do this podcasting on the side. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. And my mindset had started to adjust to that. And I wasn't thinking on the things that could get me into full time ministry anymore because I had diminished that thought. And what I mean by that is I have so many plans or God has given me so many plans for the podcast. I have study guides I want to put out. I have devotionals I want to put out. I have master classes that I can put out. I have so many things that I can sell to work full-time in ministry, but I wasn't developing any of it because I had convinced myself 
through my complaining spirit that working in full-time ministry wouldn't happen. So therefore, I don't have to work on those products because, you know, that's not what God wanted for me. I was moving ahead. Just creating doubt for no reason. That's what that complaining did. And so when God convicted me and got myself together, I was just like, oh, wait. No, this is, God does want me to work full-time in ministry. And I'm going through this fast right now. Through the fast, I'm going back and listening to a lot of my pastor's old sermons. And y'all know in one of those sermons, my pastor said that he worked five years without ever getting paid in the ministry at church. Five years. Y'all, I'm coming up on four years. So my pastor is doing so great in ministry right now. And I'm just like, listen, Shay, look at him. He did this for five years without any pay, he's reaping what he sowed into the ground those five years. Stay patient. Endure, Shay. But I had to get back my connection. I had to let go of that complaining spirit and stop sowing those seeds of complaints into the world because it just led me into not trusting what God told me that he was going to do. So we need to have that spirit of Abraham. You know, I just talked about before in the first point with Sarah how the three visitors they told Abraham that when they came back the same time next year Sarah was going to be pregnant and Sarah laughed but in that same story we see Abraham had a complete faith that it was going to happen we need to have the spirit that Abraham had and I loved Romans four nineteen, where it says he did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body to be already dead since he was about 100 years old and also the deadness of Sarah's womb Abraham didn't have the same reaction that Sarah had. Abraham did not weaken in his faith. He didn't throw out those seeds of complaining or doubt. He didn't do any of that. He didn't weaken. We need to have that same spirit of Abraham. We need to sow seeds of faith. Seeds that I believe in you, Lord. I know that you're going to get me through this, Lord. I may be going through a rough time right now, but I am so thankful for the position that you have me in that I am able to grow. So when I get there, I fully understand the greatness and the goodness of what you did for me in this season when I get to that season. But yeah, we need to have the spirit of Abraham and make sure that we're not throwing any complaining seeds out there into the universe or into the world, into the atmosphere, okay? So let's get into the third thing. If you complain, you're literally leading yourself into a warped view of your purpose. I'm going to let that sink in for y'all a bit, y'all. Yup, let it sink in, okay? So what I want to do first, before I give you my personal example of this, because yes, I have a personal example of this, I want to read for you Romans 12 and 2. But I want to read it in the Amplified Version, and I just want to read the A portion of that scripture for right now. We'll get into the B portion in a second. So the A portion of Romans 12 and 2 in the Amplified Translation says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. That word conformed, that's what we're going to focus on. So if you're in your Bibles, while you're listening to this, circle that word, highlight it, whatever you need to do to focus in on it. That word conformed is how you get into a warped view of your purpose. When you start to complain your purpose and the vision of your purpose, it's just going to become all distorted and warped. Let me explain to you guys how I even got here. As we're getting closer to 2023, closer to quarter one, of 2023 I always do a revamp of the podcast every single year that has been a tradition and so I'm preparing you know I'm trying to be proactive and I'm preparing for the things that are to come so I have photo shoots planned 
I have some new design plans that I want to do for the podcast. I have a new set idea that I want to do for the podcast. I have like a lot of plans. And also too, with me having this like renewed mind on, yes, I am going to work full time in ministry because I let go of those complaining. God started sending me like tons of ideas, like tons. But it did lead to me having a breakdown about the podcast because I was living five steps ahead of where I needed to be. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I had some help. Like I need a helper. Solo ministry is so hard. I don't know why I'm doing it. I need a helper. Lord, send me a helper. And I'm five steps ahead complaining about not having a helper when God is my helper. Yes, y'all. He sent me that today and I was like, ooh. You getting me together, Lord. Literally, as I was doing the makeup for this episode, I was listening to Morgan Tracy. That's my girl on YouTube. And she was talking about, are you waiting or are you becoming? And y'all, that thing got me together because I prayed and I asked God. I was like, God, I need a helper. I need somebody who can assist me. I need someone who wants to serve in my ministry because I cannot pay them right now. But I need the help, Lord. And I was focused on complaining on the fact that I did not have a helper. I was not focusing on the helper that I have in Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verse 16 in the CSB translation. And I will ask the father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. If you don't know, our helper is Holy Spirit. And we were all allotted with the opportunity to have Holy Spirit. When Jesus died on the cross and Holy Spirit is able to live inside of all of us and be with uh, all of us at the same time, whenever we need him, he's literally our helper. And when I was watching that sermon today, God was just saying, I am your helper. Stop complaining that you don't have a helper. I'm your helper. I'm going to get you through all of this. Okay. So last night I didn't film on Sunday like I was supposed to. And God said, film tomorrow. And then also he... (sighs) Holy Spirit sends me so many ideas. Holy Spirit orchestrates everything that I do in this ministry right now because, <laughs> y'all, it, I, it's, it's so much I can say about how Holy Spirit helps me right now. And here I was complaining that I didn't have a helper. Let me tell y'all something. Someone has donated money to the podcast every single day this week. Y'all can't tell me I don't have a helper. I didn't, I didn't ask any of these people for money. These are people who's just sowing into the ministry. God knows I didn't have that money. And and the money is, is helping me be able to do things that I need to do in 2023. This is what I'm saying. Like, Holy Spirit sent me to the place where I'm going to be able to build me a website. Holy Spirit will send me to videos of this is how you can do multi-cameras. You want to do that? This is how you can do it. That He is my true helper. So who am I to walk around this house and mope around and say, I wish I had a helper. When I have a helper who's always dealt with me consistently all the time, whenever I call on him, he can show up right then. And so with me conforming and looking at the world and being like, well, well, that person, that founder has an assistant. This church has people who help them out through um, serving. This person, they have like somebody on staff helping them in their ministry. Like I should be able to have a helper. And God is like, daughter, I am your helper. I, I'm, I've sent you a helper on a daily basis. And so I put a watch view on my purpose because I was complaining about not having a helper when I consistently had a helper all the time. 
So we can't conform to this warped view of what the enemy is trying to make our purpose be. We need to focus in and stop complaining and think about the good in that situation. So, yeah, right now I do not have someone who's able to help me out in ministry. Right now I don't have an assistant who can do these miscellaneous things that I just don't have time for because I got to respond to my full-time job emails. I don't have that right now, but I have a helper who's able to facilitate and tell me, do this. Wait, 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 wait for that. You'll have time for that. We'll do that later. I'm going to give you the time and energy to do that later, but right now let's focus on this. He's able to help me do that. So why am I getting conformed to the warped view of what the enemy is trying to throw at me and say, well, you don't have this. That's that's conforming. And I don't want to live in that warped view because I'm so thankful for where he has me at right now. Be thankful where you are and don't just conform to the complaints. Change those complaints into thankfulness. There's always something in your situation that you can be thankful for. I, I guarantee you there is always something in your situation you can be thankful for. Like, for instance, with me working full time, not in ministry, just in my career, I have a job. One, <laughs> I have a job with a stable paycheck every single week. I'm able to work from home as well. So my grandma doesn't have to be home by herself all day. If something pops up, like I'm easily accessible, like working from home is a benefit. So, you know, even when I'm just like, Lord, I don't want to be here, but I'm thankful that you have me in this situation. So that's what I want to tell y'all. You don't want to conform to the complaints that you have in your mind. You want to transform those thoughts into thankfulness and that's going to get us into that next point that I have on my list and that point is you can't have a chameleon lifestyle do y'all know what chameleons are they're lizards okay if y'all are scared of lizards and you're watching on the youtube version trigger warning okay because I'm gonna put a chameleon up here so chameleons are best known for their capability of shifting to a different hue and a degree of brightness depending on where they are so let's say that they're on a brown rock. They have the ability to change hue to match exactly what that rock looks like. And then when they go to some green grass, they can change from brown to green to match exactly what that grass looks like. It's amazing what God created them to do. God's creation is so amazing, right? But in our situations in life, we aren't supposed to be chameleons in all areas of your life. Just rest on that fact real quick. We have to stand firm in what God told us to do. <laughs> so let me read the B portion of Romans 12 and 2. I'm still reading out of the Amplified Translation. It says, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Now, through this scripture, you may have seen a lot of things where it says, supposed to progressively change and renew your mind. That is true. I said that you can't be a chameleon in all areas of your life. Now, let me break it down a little bit more for you and explain what I mean. So just because you see someone in the world or you see someone in the kingdom doing something does not mean you can transform yourself into what they are doing. Now, what I mean by that is 
a person example, and I've talked about this before. I had envisioned in my life to be a replication, and I'm going to say replication, of Sarah Jakes, Roberts, and Heather Lindsay. They were my inspirations. I love the way they teach. I love the way they inspire people. I love their ministries. So I wanted to be a reflection of those two ladies. But the issue with that is I was consistently comparing my purpose and what God laid on my heart, and I was trying to transform it into what God laid on their heart and what God created them to do. And what that led to was consistent complaining because I never lived up to the expectations, how God told them to do something, because that wasn't the expectations that God had for me. So I was going to consistently be in a state of complaining because I was never going to live up to them because I wasn't meant to be them. See, that's the thing. I was trying to transform into them. I was trying to be a chameleon to what they were doing, and God didn't call me to do that. Now, you are supposed to transform. You know, we are supposed to renew our minds and be more Christ-like. Yeah, you can latch on to God and be a transformed image of what he is and shift into the brightness that he wants us to give off to people. Yes, but you cannot be a chameleon and latch on to somebody else's purpose, latch on to somebody else's dream and say, yep, that is for me. That's what's going to happen. Doesn't work like that. God doesn't have a cookie cutter. I want to beg gingerbread men with the kids for Christmas coming up. And so I've been looking on Amazon at the cookie cutters. When you take the cookie cutter, it's supposed to be the same gingerbread man every single time because the cookie cutter does not change, change its shape. That is, that's not how God does purpose. No, 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 ma'am. That's not how God does purpose. So, for example, as I was doing my makeup for this episode, I watched three different women of God preach, okay? And all three of these women were completely different, but they all delivered an amazing word to me. All three of these ladies, they delivered, I would say, the same message. They all had the same overall theme, but they all delivered it to me in different ways. He didn't make everybody cookie cutter. He needs everybody to be different. I want you to reach her hood side, okay? I want you to reach her hood side. I want you to relate to her that way. You, I want you to reach her fashion, you know, make her confident and and love who she is. And you, you're going to get her into like that spiritual being. You're going to get her the confidence that she needs. And so what if the lady, her name is Latoya. What if Latoya was not being herself? She was trying to transform into what Morgan Tracy does on her YouTube channel. It will come off crazy. You will know it's fake. You, <laughs> God made us all set apart. God made us all different. He met us all in our mother's womb to be different. We were all created to be different. And so you want to stick to what God created you as. I have to con- consistently renew my mind in, Shay, God did not make you Sarah Jakes Roberts. Like God did not make you this huge speaker. Like he wants you to, Get people to study his word. Okay, that's what he wants you to do. He wants you to get people to study his word. You were created to drive people to be encouraged to read their Bibles in this stage of your life. Maybe in the next stage of your life, you're going to get on that stage and be a speaker. But right now, sis, focus on these Bible studies. <laughs> and and I've had situations where people would be like, okay, I want you to do speak here. And I'm like, I have to be like, nah, that's, that's not what God wants me to do. You don't want to be a chameleon when it comes to your purpose. 
You don't want to look at somebody else's purpose and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to do just that. You can look at it as inspiration, but you have to leave room for Holy Spirit to guide you. Because if you don't, you're going to consistently try to live up to that person's purpose. You're going to consistently fail and you're going to fall into the pits of complaining because you're never going to amount up to what that person was supposed to do because it wasn't intended for you to, to amount up to. I really hope that's making sense. So I thought about the story of Leah and Rachel. These are the mothers that created the 12 tribes of Israel. But the entire time in this situation, you had Leah trying to gain the love that Jacob had for Rachel the entire time. So she's trying to gain the love. She's never getting it. But then you have Rachel also, who's like trying to gain a child out of the situation. Both of them, they're trying to transform and be a chameleon to each other's purpose. And they're just being saddened after saddened, disappointment after disappointment. You don't want to do that. They both were unhappy. So I don't want y'all to be unhappy and complain in your life trying to be a chameleon to somebody else's purpose. Live out your purpose up to God's standards and you'll consistently be satisfied. I remember I had a message on social media and the guy was just like, well, I being a film person cannot stand the shadows on your nose. And I was just like, I'm completely satisfied with my background. Like, I feel like, I feel like my lighting is perfect. Like what the world? But he was living up to his standards, but I am living up to God's standards of what he sees for this podcast right now. So guys, be a chameleon to shine bright like God, but not a chameleon to earthly and human standards. All right. Okay. And that leads us to our next point, which is point five. One more to go. And that is let your light shine. Complaining does not attract people to you. Complaining literally drains people and makes them want to run away from you. Think about it. Have you ever had a friend or ever had a coworker or somebody that you come into contact with and you're having a lovely day and they start complaining? Lord, it's so hot out here. Why is it so hot? I'm always sweating. I just can't wait till it get cold. And you're like, but I was having a beautiful spring day. And now you're like, maybe, maybe it is a little hot. Maybe I, I am a little sweaty. You don't want to be that person, sis. You don't want to be that person. Complaining is absolutely draining. I've definitely realized over the years as I've gotten older that, you know, there's people in my life that they live in a constant state of complaining. And I just have to limit my time with them. I have to limit my interaction with them, love them as a person. But that complaining spirit, it can't be over me because it leads me into thinking negatively about my everyday life when thank you lord when joy is a decision you have to wake up every single day and choose joy joy is a decision joy is a posture joy is not always an attitude it's a decision second corinthians 6 and 10 says as grieving yet always rejoicing as poor yet enriching many as having nothing yet possessing everything so Even when we are grieving, we have to decide to have joy. Even when we're not exactly where we want to be, 
we have to decide to have joy in that situation. And so we cannot be that person that that complains and throws that out there in the world because it's not going to be attractive at all. For example, if I am on my vlogs and every single vlog I put out, I am legit just complaining about, you know, not working full time in ministry or having a very hard ministry day or this recording didn't go right or this picture didn't come out right. This scripture didn't come out right. When I said this, I don't have help over here. If that is what's consistently coming out in my vlogs, how are people seeing Christ through my vlogs? And how is that tone? How is that posture telling these people to follow Christ? They'll look at me and be like, that YouTuber, she's going through a hard time. I might as well stay over here doing the nothing that I was doing instead of following Christ. You have to let your light shine so people can see the goodness of God. So they'll be like, oh, my gosh, look at what that girl is going through. She's going through all of that, and I hadn't heard her complain one time. Whew, let me think about the God that she serves and switching over to him. And that is what what really, really caught me when I was editing my vlogs, I was just like, girl, you need to chill out on that complaining because it's getting a little bit overbearing. It's getting a little bit too much. It's not giving what it was supposed to give. You want people to see God through you, to see Christ through you. You want to encourage people to come on the side of Christ, but you aren't being Christ-like right now. You're, you're showing the negativity of it all by complaining consistently. And I can't do that. I have to let my light shine. So let's look at Philippians 2, 14 through 16 in the Messenger Bible, because I loved, love this translation. It says, do everything readily and cheerfully. No bickering, no second guessing allowed. Go out into the world uncorrupted, a breath of fresh air in this squalid and polluted society. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living God. Carry the light, giving message into the night, so I'll have good cause to be proud of you on the day that Christ returns. You'll be living proof that I didn't go to all this work for nothing. When I come on those people phone screens or their YouTube screens, I legit want to be a fresh of breath air to them. I do not want them to click on them and be like, oh, here goes Shay complaining again about not working full-time ministry. Here goes Shay complaining again about filming late. I don't I don't want that. I want people to see Christ. I want them when they look at me that they get a I'm sorry if that sounds stuffed up, but a breath of fresh air. I don't want I don't want them to be polluted with all my complaining. It's just gonna make them like look at their life and make them complain. I legit I'm so happy that I did this. Like, through my fast, I cut out certain areas of my YouTube viewing. And I realized, like, I was watching a girl. She was always so negative, and she was always, like, talked, like, down. I want to say mean, but she was just, like, always snippy with her people. And here I am. I want to chat full of people. And just so when I go on live stream, I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, really uplift people's day. And I'm just like, but I'm watching this person who's who's polluting. I don't I don't want to do that. So I want to give people a glimpse of good living and of living of God. That's what I want to do. I don't want to convey that complaining spirit out there. So you want to let your light shine. And then that, ladies and gentlemen, leads us to our last point. And I got this point Saturday. 
right after I left urgent care. And as I was driving down the interstate, girl, I was reminded why I don't listen to worship music when I'm driving. Shayna Wilson Williams. Her song, Give Me You. And in the lyrics of the song, she says, give me you. Everything else can wait. And that right there really had me broken down in pure conviction, pure thanks, pure gratitude. Because there's so many things right now that I'm waiting for in faith that I don't have. And I can't spend so much time focusing on those things because at the end of the day, faith is (laughs) the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. So if I have faith in something, then it's already done. I'm just waiting on the physical manifestation of that thing, right? So I can't spend so much time worrying about the things that I have faith in. So I can't spend so much time worrying about working in full-time ministry. I can't spend so much time worrying about how I'm going to get this done for the podcast, how I'm going to get that done for the podcast, because it's already done, right? Instead of focusing on all of those things, just give me you. All those other things that I'm waiting for in faith, I literally would put those on the back burner if I can just grow closer to you, if I can just have a deeper relationship with you, if I can understand you more, if I can have your closeness to me. All of those things can wait. Now ask yourself, that thing that you're waiting for in faith, are you willing to put that thing aside to get closer to God, to gain a deeper relationship with him? I don't know about you, but I am. I will wait. (laughs) I will, but... I will wait to I will wait longer for my husband if I get to spend more time with God and getting to know him, getting to let him build me into the woman that he wants me to be. I will legit wait. Because at the end of the day, I'm rooted in him. Everything that comes from my life is rooted in him. So even when I get married, it has to be rooted in him, which is why I'm willing to wait, because if it's not rooted in him, I don't want it. When you focus on growing closer to God, deepening your relationship with him, seeking him, bringing up Matthew 6 and 33, it's a little shameless plug. If y'all want to seek God, join Seek Bible Study. But when you spend time truly seeking him, getting to know him, just like Matthew 6 and 33 says, everything else will be added to you. So, Lord, if I just spend more time focused on who you are what you are to me and what you do for me, everything else, it can wait because it's going to fall into place anyway. It's going to do what it's supposed to do. So you want to make sure that you're rooted in Christ. You want to make sure you stay firm in what your relationship is with Christ and who Christ is to you because legit, that's all that matters. Everything else will fall into place if your if your relationship was with God is intact. So I wanted to read Colossians 2, 6-7. Because it talks about you being rooted in Christ. So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in him. Continue to walk in him. Being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught and overflowing with gratitude. Gratitude, that reminds us of us of last week's episode. But right here in verse 7 where it says, being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith being rooted and built up in him. I thought about an oak tree. 
you know, the rings and the oak trees, they determine like how old the tree is, how long it's been growing. And I, I talk about, I live on the Gulf Coast, hurricanes are a thing, storms are a thing that happens here. And right outside my front door, there's a huge, huge tree out there, a huge oak tree. It's, it's, it's tall. It's strong. It lived through Hurricane Katrina. It's strong. And when a storm comes, hmm, when a storm comes, the branches may fall off that tree. But the tree is rooted in the ground. So, yeah, every now and again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have something I complain about. That branch is going to fall. But the fact that I'm rooted in Christ and I'm remaining in him, he'll check me. He'll get me back to where I'm supposed to go. You have to make sure you're rooted in Christ because everything flows from him. And you may lose branches, but as long as you're rooted, as long as you stay rooted, you're going to continue to grow. You're going to continue to flourish. And that branch can be replaced. So <laughs> everything else can wait, guys. Just stay rooted in Christ. Deepen your relationship with him. Seek him more. Understand him more. Understand him past the five-minute devotional that you do every day. You want to get deeper. And so I'm talking about being rooted in Christ. I just feel like it's perfect right now for me to go ahead and transition into who Christ is and what he does for us. A long time ago, y'all, long time ago, God knew that we were going to be a fallen world. And he knew that the only way to save us would be to come down in human form in a man named Jesus Christ and die on the cross to atone for all of our sins so we could always continuously be in right standing with him and have personal connection, have personal relationships with him, have a helper consistently. And we have all of this because of Jesus Christ. So if you cannot remember a time where you've ever accepted him or you want to renew your relationship with him, right now is the perfect opportunity for you to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is to simply believe in Jesus and accept him as your Savior. So like I said, if you want to do that, right now is the perfect opportunity to do so. You don't have to be in a revival. You don't have to be in a church service. You can be right where you are listening to this episode. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I made the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. And just that simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ, and we are so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations. Yay! <laughs> if you did repeat that prayer after me, the first essential step that you want to take is to connect to a Bible teaching church. Pastors are going to be so influential to your walk with Christ. They're going to lead and guide you in the way that you should go. So definitely connect with a Bible teaching church. Churches also give you a fellowship environment as well. So definitely reach out to a Bible teaching church. If you cannot find one in your area, I actually do leave my church's live stream link down below in the show notes below. So y'all definitely go and check that out. All right, y'all. Now, I do want to pray for us before we transition into the announcement portion of the episode, um, because I think it is very beneficial to pray over us in this season and make sure the complaining spirit stays away from us because it's so easy to get into. So I want to pray for you and myself at this time. 
So, Lord Jesus, thank you for this episode. Thank you for the conviction. Thank you for the love that you are concerned about us as an entire being. You want us to succeed. You want us to be blessed. You want to give us more than you even have to give us because that's how good of a God that you are. We pray that through our seasons that we're going through right now, that we can continuously look at the things that we are thankful for in our situation and run away from complaining. Complaining doesn't exist. Complaining is not in our dictionary. When we either even speak a complaint, Lord, we ask that your conviction immediately Mm -hmm. comes over, over, immediately comes over us. And we turn that complaint into a thank. Lord, I just pray that the exact person who whose heartstrings are pulling right now is, as they listen to this entire episode, their their heartstrings are pulling, that they were convicted the entire time. I pray that you surround them and you lead them to the resources that they need, the love from you that they need, that they need, the word from you that they need, Lord. And I pray that this complaining spirit, it goes away from them. It gets sent back down to the pits of hell back where it belongs because we know that we are thankful for everything that you've ever given us again lord we thank you again and we pray over this season in jesus name amen all right y'all that is all that i have for you guys today but before leaving y'all know that i have two questions to ask you what was your key takeaway from today's episode? And also, did you learn something new? If you're watching on YouTube, you can comment down below in the comment section. And if you're listening on the Spotify app, you can answer in the Q&A section of the app. Everyone else, you can send an email to us at obediencepodcast.gmail.com. And we love to hear feedback from you guys. So we want this podcast to be like a small group community so i love to hear from you guys so definitely send those key takeaways in and then also since i'm talking about chatting if you are watching the youtube premiere of this i see you we see each other i thank you so much i love chatting with y'all and i thank y'all for taking time out and spending with little old me and also your god up in heaven he appreciates you and he sees you If you want to be a part of the YouTube premiere community, I do post the YouTube premiere at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. So if you want to be a part of the chat, you can definitely click the link below in the show notes. But in the chat, as the episode is playing, we're able to talk to each other, ask each other how we're doing, get feedback, commentary, answer questions. We just have a good time over here in the YouTube premiere. So definitely go and check us out. Regardless of where you are watching or listening, I want y'all to share this episode with five of your friends five definitely get this message out especially in this season of thanksgiving that we need to turn every complaint into a thanks okay make that the logo or the slogan for your life turn that complaint into a thanks it's very easy to remember and having that posture is gonna mean so much to you in your life again i want to thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode it really does mean the world to me i pray that this episode helped you grow i pray that this episode found you blessed and i pray that it left you even more blessed but in the meantime in between time as always be obedient and i will chat with y'all next week ciao